Hey, what's up? This is Bo from Sports Shenanigans. If you like this show, you might like another podcast I host with Hunter George called The Hunter and Bo Show. It's kind of like The Tonight Show meets Weekend Update. We talk pop culture, current events, and welcome guests like musicians, business leaders, comedians, pretty much anybody who is in a position of influence. You can check out The Hunter and Bo Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. You can also find us on Facebook at The Hunter and Bo Show and Instagram at Hunter Bo Show. Thanks for listening. So sports shenanigans with Houston and Mullet. This week we are joined by our friend Nick Foster to talk about NFL and college football. And we'll have our favorite segment of a tweet from Mike Klinger later in the episode. And so we're going to start in the NFL. We're going to start with the game that not only had the biggest headline, but also started the week off on Thursday Night Football. It was the Chiefs. And the Broncos, it was an otherwise boring game. The Chiefs won 30-6, but Patrick Mahomes got hurt, dislocated knee, some speculation that he might be out for a year, depending on what the MRI said. The MRI came back clean, no ligament damage, so it's only a few weeks. But he was also practicing on Wednesday, so it might be sooner than that. What did you make of the Mahomes injury, Casey? Um... That if it was a injury that ended the season, that the Chiefs' hopes for even making the playoffs were out the window because uh, they don't have any backup quarterbacks that are worth anything, and then they don't have a defense. So, hey, he played for the Dolphins, Bo. I know him. He's not okay. that good. Okay. Uh, yeah. So the fact that he is practicing, um, granted, he looks – not 100% at the practice, but I mean, when you have a knee injury, it's not a you're not going to be 100%. But it's a good uh, sign that he is practicing. They still have hopes of making it to the playoffs and making it deep, make a deep run in the playoffs. Um, they need to make a trade of some kind for their defense in order if they want to do anything in the playoffs because that's a really bad defense. That's true. Nick, your thoughts? No, I agree. <laughs> um, I still think they would win the. I mean, who they got the AFC West? That's kind of threatening them. They, I mean, the Raiders. The Raiders. The Raiders. <laughs> uh, Broncos are bad. I mean, they'd still win that division, but they wouldn't do anything in the playoffs if if it was serious. Like, yeah, like I don't know if you said this, but it sounds like he could be back like Sunday. Yeah, I've heard people which, talking like yeah. he might be this week. They don't I mean, without Mahomes they don't see a chance against the Packers, but with him that could be the most entertaining game I mean, so far. I think um, all of the Chiefs fans would probably be holding their breath. Though. Yeah, same. Yeah. <laughs> now, the smart thing would be to hold him off for another week, but uh, you know, I don't get paid millions of dollars to make those decisions. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. They still won, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I thought it's a big – I thought, man, that's a big blow. And, you know, everyone started talking about how it was the end of the 
AFC. Like no one's even going to challenge the <laughs> Patriots because the Chiefs were it that they thought. Um, so, so at least he gets to come back. But that defense is so bad. <laughs> I don't even know if it would be worth it for him. <laughs> uh, moving on to the next game. We had Houston and Indianapolis in a battle for first in the division. And Brissett came out and threw for 326 and four touchdowns, two of which went to Zach Paschal, who had six receptions for 106 yards and two touchdowns. DeAndre Hopkins had nine catches for 106 yards and a touchdown. Kenny Stills had four receptions for 105 yards. And Will Fuller, as normal, Got injured and went out of the game. <laughs> um, we'll get to this in a little bit, the Ebron catch, but how big a deal? The Colts won. I don't know if I remember saying this. The Colts won 30-23. to 23. Uh, How big a deal is it that the Colts beat the Texans, and how much of a disgrace is it that all the media still has the Texans higher in their power rankings than the Colts? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, it was kind of funny. So Colin, uh, Colin Houston and I were texting back and forth about this game. Sunday morning, he's like, yeah, Houston by two touchdowns at least. I was like, no, nah, Colts by six. Colts by six. And his reasoning was the Colts weren't that good. Like I said, they are Stop that good. Stop it. They have this, Stop it. They have the superior offensive line. That, I refuse to have Colin ever on the show again. <laughs> well, he only talks baseball for yeah. a reason. <laughs> and... Uh, I told him, you know, Colts have the better lines and uh, better defense. They're going to find a way to do it. And I thought Colts would win it by actually running the ball, and they only had 60-something yards of rushing, and the rest of it was through Brissett. Um, so it's super impressive win. I was watching this in the Lions, which we'll get back, which we'll get to here in a little bit. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, super impressive. Impressive. The only reason I can see um, – the Texans higher because I think the Texans were higher than the Colts in the in Cowherd's top ten too. Um, yeah, I mean they've pretty, been higher in the power rankings. They're yeah. higher in Cowherd's. They were left. They're actually the Texans are I think number ten right now in power rankings, and the Colts aren't in yeah. the top ten. The only reason I can see that is I mean the media's pretty high on Deshaun. Obviously, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I mean incredible. he's great, but the lost. offensive line. Yeah, they lost. <laughs> the offensive line is getting better, but I don't see. Right now, the Colts are going to win the division because the Jaguars and Titans are not going to do anything. Um, they would probably split unless the, the Titans series. trade for Cam Newton. <laughs> oh gosh, uh, but yeah, I mean that's the only reason I can see is just the media's love of Houston um, right now. So overall, better skill players than. The Colts, better quarterback, but Colts have the better surrounding, yeah. better pieces. So, um, good win. Really good win. Off a of bye week, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Right off a of bye week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super impressive. Casey? Um, are you just asking about why they're higher in the rankings, or are you asking about the game? Both. I'm asking both. So, it was a great game. Great game to watch, obviously. Uh Colts won by just one touchdown, so it means it's a close game all throughout it. But it felt pretty comfortable. It felt, yeah, it felt oh, yeah. pretty comfortable. Seven-point win. <laughs> but 
They got a safety? Yeah. Well, the Texans chose to take a safety. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll talk about that because that was interesting. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I understand why everybody's all excited about Houston and wants to put them higher in the rankings because when you have um, DeAndre Hopkins, you have Will Fuller when he's not injured, what's, Kenny Stills, uh, Kiki, and then um, Watson. That's a great offense, but – their defense, it's good, but it's nothing great. It just has J.J. Watt now. Yeah. And really, I don't know anybody else on that defense. But when you go look at the Colts, yeah, we don't have the better skill positions, but we have the one of the best offensive lines, is offensive lines in the league. Our defense is young and very good. Um, so I yeah. Colts should be higher. They should be... Yeah. I mean, not too much higher than Houston, but they should be higher. Okay. Because, yeah, like, when I watched, because uh, I'm a big Cowherd person, I disagree with him a lot, but there's a lot of things I agree with him on, almost like 50-50. But, yeah, when he put, I don't remember the reason why he put the Texans in front, but, like, the Colts and the Texans are, like, complete opposites when you think about it. Like, um, you know, they're, they're a super talented quarterback. Brissett's good. Yeah. I think Brissett's better than anybody. He might be the steal of the last yeah, five years when it comes to like, trades. Yeah. I don't know what Colts they, gave up. Philip Dorsett. Dorsett, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a uh, that's nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dodge that one. Uh, but uh, and it's just yeah, it's just crazy how opposite they are. You know, Colts have built around the line and building a defense, which is the formula to go in today's NFL is to run the ball and time of possession, things like that. And Houston's just kind of figuring it out still after. How many years with, uh, oh, was it Bill O'Brien? Well, I mean, he's serving as GM and coach, yeah. so he's got a lot on his plate. And if, like, you, <laughs> if you switch, if you switch places, give the Texans that offensive line, that team is very good. Scary. Absolutely scary. Maybe the best offense next to Houston or, uh, Kansas City when Mahomes is healthy, but maybe even better. Yeah. Um, I'm going to hop on a soapbox real quick. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I. <laughs> let me let me do my Richard Sherman imter- impersonation. So whatever word you're using to describe the Colts now, I want you to keep using that word when we've won the division and we're in the divisional round and we're in the conference championship and we're going for the Super Bowl. I want you to keep the same energy. I want you to stay sleeping. Okay, the Colts are so much better than anyone is giving them credit for. I don't understand... This team could be six and zero fairly easily. That loss to the Chargers looks. That's just because that's, that's a that bad loss. Really bad. That, that, that was that was only be, no. That was the loss to the Chargers. It doesn't look great now. But Vinatieri, if he made a field goal that game, a. an extra point, a field goal, we win it. The Raiders loss, we played crap yeah, and we should have played one, better. But. We go on the road and beat Kansas and then we come back and we beat the Texans at home to take the lead in the division. I don't understand how, how, and none of our wins are like, oh man, we really lucked out in that one. Like, all, all the wins are legitimate wins. I don't understand how we're not viewed higher is it just because Jacoby Brissett isn't a big name I mean that's 
The receivers aren't bad. The running back's not bad. The offensive line's one of the best in the league, no matter who doesn't want to acknowledge it. The defensive line has been playing great outside of that Raiders game. Well, I'm We got Darius Leonard back. We've been playing the last three games with not our starting secondary. <laughs> so when they get healthy, we'll have them. <laughs> In case you haven't noticed, fans, uh, Bo is a Colts fan. No, the, but seriously. I, I agree with you. I, but I think it's that. I think um, <laughs> Houston has a better and a much higher ceiling than the Colts. Because I'm looking at the stats as to what the reasoning could be for like those power rankings and stuff. Colts have a very average offense when you actually look at this. Even a little below average offense, which was shocking because like the games I've watched them, um, it's looked pretty good. And you look at Houston, and we know where all their problems are as the defense. So I think they're just doing it. Just the eye test. Just the eye. Colts are not a good eye test team. That's true. They are a, they are a really bad eye test team because, <laughs> like, all these wins are really close. Um, so, yeah, I wouldn't dive, I wouldn't go too deep into that, but I just think it's looking at these stats right now. You know, 24 points a game, 350 yards. That's 50, 15th and 22nd, respectively. But, hey. I mean, yeah. No, and, I agree. They're a better and, team. They're a better team. The last 16 games, the Colts are 13 and three. And looking at, so looking at, I I wanted to look at the Colts' schedule. While, um, man, it, it is hard. It is hard. It is not hard. So Denver, Pittsburgh, Miami. Okay, it starts easy here. Jacksonville. It's been tough. At Houston, Tennessee, at Tampa, at New Orleans. I think that's gonna be there. Next loss, actually. Carolina. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You think New Orleans is going to be their next loss? Yeah. So you're going to one, two, three, they're four, not, five, six. They're going to beat Pittsburgh. Seven. They're going to beat Miami. Be seven Jackson. in a row? I think they'll win six of the next seven, yeah. Look at the schedule. This is not hard. This is not difficult at all. Houston's not an easy win. It's not, but if they win that, they will win. They will do six of the next seven. They may lose Carolina. That, that's a that's Carolina's a, playing really well. Yeah, they're almost like the same two of the same color right now. Like Carolina and like good, really good defense right now. Kind of and eh, quarterback. Yeah. I think Brissett yeah. has the edge of quarterback right now, but like McCaffrey. Yeah. Was, um. Yeah. Hey, the Colts. The Colts could make it out of this with <coughs> at least seven wins. Which this would not, be this is not hard. This this is not hard at all. We have gotten through the 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 tough part of our schedule going into the year based off of last year was at the Chargers, at the Chiefs, at the Saints. Yeah. And you four and two. Yeah. That's crazy. And we could be six and zero. Oh. That's the all only, I'm saying. The only way I could see him slipping up is if Jacksonville turns I mean What's his name? What's, his, what's the QB's name again, Hunter? Gardner. Gardner. Minshew. Minshew. I mean, he, he could <laughs> maybe surprise him, but I don't but see it. But they traded Jalen Ramsey. That they did. Yeah, I don't see good. it. I don't see it. So I, I think the Colts could make it out of this at least 11-5. and five. Maybe 12-4. and four. But. Which would be enough to win the division. Which could be enough for second place because they're not getting first place. 
They're, there's no way they're getting first. No, the Patriots have the easiest schedule in the history. And the, of the best league. secondary I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very, <laughs> very good. I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> anyway, let's. Uh, so, a uh, little, little question. So, the the Houston Texans decided to take a safety. Oh yes. So it was 28-23 Colts. Houston was punting out of their end zone. And what they chose to do is snap it to the punter, and he ran to the right and then went out of the back of the end zone hmm. to make it 30-23, to 23, and then they punted to the Colts anyway. So I guess the only idea there was that they get worse field, field position, position. Field position. Um, ended up not mattering. Because you probably – Colts would get probably, probably get the ball inside Texans territory with that, if even if they got the punt off. A good punt, maybe to like the 40, 45 of – Enemy territory, they bring it back 15 yard, 10 to 15 yards, because um, they're probably in max protect for the punt. Um, so it makes sense. But I even mean, if you don't allow a touchdown, it's still one possession. I mean, still field goal. Yeah. I don't know. It's, still, it's just I'd never seen it before. Interesting. Kinda, kinda Watch the lines, man. You see a lot. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, well, one last thing in this game is that Eric Ebron put in his uh, nomination for catch of the year. It's pretty. Did you see it? Yeah, yeah, I saw it. It was pretty. Wonderful. <laughs> that's a sl- that's the sound of a salty Lions fan. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a pretty good catch. <laughs> Casey? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a great catch. It definitely will be in the game. Fun fact. Hold on. Huh. tied for first in drops. Yeah, he's been not good this year. Joke's on you, people who drafted him in fantasy football. I mean, I drafted him in, like, round 17. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Alright. Uh, moving to the next game. We've got Rams <laughs> the Bills. Now, Casey's celebrating this as a win because the Dolphins led for just <laughs> under half the game. Yeah. Uh, they led for 26 minutes. Um, but they did lose 31 to 21. Uh, there was an onside kick returned. Oh, yeah. Have you not seen it? I haven't. I, oh, I don't watch it. It shows how bad the Dolphins are. Uh. Who amongst us didn't draft the or pick up the Bills on waivers on defense and be just totally disappointed? I only got like ten points in P- oh, PR. Oh. Total disappointment when I saw it was like fourteen to six or something and a half. What was it? <laughs> yeah, four, uh, yeah, fourteen, fourteen nine. I'm just like, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> no, like everybody was like, get the Bills, get the Bills, get the Bills, get the Bills. Load up on this the Bills. This is a good team. <laughs> Or good defense. And the Bills are a great, a really good team, but yeah, it was kind of a boring game. Yeah. Other than that side, the onside, you don't see that. You just don't see that. Who returned it? I don't even know. I don't remember who it was. No, I mean, like, he's a defensive player. It's like his third touchdown of his career. No, I mean, but the, what team? Oh, the Bills. The Bills returned it. Okay. He did a 360 grab and ran into the end zone. It was cool. Well, I'm sure that's how the Dolphins were instructed to do onside kicks this year. Probably. <laughs> Just let them take it back for a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> We're winning. We're not supposed to be winning. <laughs> so, uh, next game. 
I got it's just the Rams. Yeah. I got to talk. Rams 37, Falcons 10. Matt Ryan gets injured. <laughs> Golf throws for 268 and two touchdowns, and Julio Jones had six for 93. Uh, but Matt Ryan got injured, as I said. Aaron Donald kind of ate him. So, gentlemen, we're we're <laughs> witnessing malpractice in the National Football League, and for no reason whatsoever should you be one in six with uh, Julio Jones, which is you could argue the best wide receiver yeah. in the world. Yeah, that's fair. And yeah. Mohamed Sanu, who just uh, got traded, just got traded, so we can. But you know, at the time, at the time. They have uh, Calvin Ridley, Calvin Ridley Devontae Devon- Freeman. He got <laughs> kicked out of the game like the first drive or something like yeah. that. Started throwing some punches. And Matt Ryan. And it's just how in the world are you and not the defense decent? isn't horrible. It's not not horrible. They did lose that kid against the Colts, the, sec- the kid in the secondary. I can't remember oh, what yeah. his name was. Um, but it doesn't make sense. That is malpractice to be that bad with an offense that talented yeah that is fireable and the fact that the gm has or uh, not the gm the owner has come in and said i think he's just basically said dan quinn's our we stamp is it dan quinn right i don't uh, i don't know who it uh, is but he shouldn't but be. he needs to be gone he needs to be gone because that is i just and again they haven't been the same since they the, lost the super, super bowl, bowl but they were decent they were somewhat Alive. We come into this year. I picked the Falcons to win the division, and they've done nothing but confuse me. They've done nothing but confuse me. So I thought they see. I thought they were going to bounce back because they had a bad year last year. I thought they had a bad year last year. They bounced back, and uh, they decided to get worse. And (laughs) as far as the Rams are concerned, they're kind of weird because ever I feel like the Patriots broke them or something broke them. Uh, Break everybody. You know, Todd Gurley is. You see, like a, it's because you see him cheating, and you think, "Why try?" Gurley has <laughs> Gurley has one foot in his career grave right now because. Yeah, I mean, and then he just made his money. <laughs> it feels like NFL defenses have caught up with McVay and Goff to figure out their stuff. It took two seasons. Well, I think. Part of that is that Todd Gurley. Yeah, is you hurt. lose that because that was a big part of that offense. And mm-hmm. it just feels like Todd Gurley and Melvin Gordon are cut from the same cloth. Like their the name recognition goes farther than yeah. what they're what they're producing. And yeah, I don't know. Like girl, that Gurley stuff just came out of nowhere. Like this stopped. I mean, it's just like, him. He's got arthritis. He's got yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we all knew that coming in. When he got drafted, he tore his ACL, and so like we all knew he had knee issues. So it's like it's not something that's like brand new. It's, I mean, yeah, it's just someone who went from playing like an MVP less than a year ago to yeah. now he's taking five carries a game. Yeah, um, <laughs> brightest kills. <laughs> but uh, that'll yeah, be the hashtag. That's just a weird four and three team. You get you you give up fifty something points to the four and three, and they're eleventh in the NFC. Yep, the <laughs> NFC is crazy wow. Good. Um, I know, yeah. they're third in their division with uh, four and three. Four and three is currently winning the AFC South. The NFC <laughs> NFC West is really good. The Cardinals have shown they can they can play. play. 
Their defense has played a little bit better. Yeah. Too. Patrick Peterson's back. Pat. Yeah. PP's back. And uh, yeah. And the offense so far has been working. Yeah. Rams are weird. They're re- really weird four and three team. Yep. But, uh, I didn't watch this game because I knew what would happen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. How about that hit though on Matt Ryan? Yeah. I'm not exaggerating. Aaron Donald ate that man. Yeah. <laughs> I loved how Aaron Donald picked up uh, uh, Freeman. Freeman. This is just a sack of potatoes, like just tearing <laughs> it inside from the car. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Funny. Yeah. The ra- yeah. There's a lot of weird teams. The weirdest teams to me are the Falcons, the Chargers, and the. Rams. Detroit Lions. No. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they don't deserve that. I mean, no. kind of weird because I didn't expect them to win this many games, but the Lions. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about it soon. It's coming up. We have oh, ja- baby. J- Jacksonville and Cincinnati next. Jacksonville wins twenty-seven to seventeen. Fournette had 131 yards on 29 carries. D.D. Westbrook had six receptions for 103 yards, and Erickson. <laughs> Eight receptions for 137. Um, not really a big surprise here. Cincinnati's. I'm not convinced Cincinnati's better than the Dolphins. AJ Green's not back yet. Not right? back yet. You gotta feel for that guy. I'm they not. Should... I'm not. I. Do you think they should see what they can get for him? Yes. Yes. They got it. I'm surprised. We'll talk about it here in a little bit, but Emmanuel Sanders got traded to the 49ers, and I'm surprised it I, wasn't A.J. Green. Yeah. Yeah. True. And, and Muhammad Sanu just got traded to the Patriots, and I'm also a little surprised that that wasn't Emmanuel Sanders or A.J. Green. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sanu the Patriots, gosh. Just That's because I know how things wild. work out for the Patriots. Um <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, Jacksonville wins, Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Washington, and Dolphins. Here, here's the only thing that makes me know that I need to see Cincinnati play Miami to know if they're worse, <laughs> is that the D- Dolphins lost to the Redskins. So, ah, I mean. Do the Bengals and Dolphins play? Well, oh, I no. hope I'm not. about to find that out. Hold on. <laughs> For the sake of <laughs> well, That open. needs to be <laughs> Hold on, before we move on, I gotta look at this. <laughs> yes, they do. Week 16. Oh! <laughs> you gotta we, love sports, man. It always man, that'll be out. that'll be the battle. I probably neither team will have won. Miami better do its darndest to stay. They can win. <laughs> I don't think you're gonna have a choice. Dolphins have played better. If, they might do it. If the Dolphins and the Bengals didn't play each other, we might have two teams. If the Redskins and the Dolphins didn't play each other, we might have three. Oh. <laughs> Sportsman. <laughs> I mean, we're going to get to week 16. We're going to have two 0-14 teams battling out to see which one's going to finish with a win. The most watched <laughs> game in week, week 16. Yeah. Book it. Then we had... Here we go. Oh, boy. Here, here we, we go. go. Minnesota and Detroit. Minnesota wins 42-30. to 30. Cousins is 337 yards, four touchdowns over the past three games. He has 970 yards, 10 touchdowns, and one interception, as opposed to the previous uh, 
what was it, three or four games where he didn't look anything like a good yep. person. Uh, <laughs> Dalvin Cook had 25 rush attempts for 142 yards and two touchdowns, which if Christian McCaffrey's in MVP conversations, Dalvin Cook's probably yes. right up there with him. He should Stephon be. Diggs had seven receptions for 142. Adam Thielen got hurt, uh, but thankfully on my fantasy team it was due to a play where he caught a touchdown, so it somewhat salvaged the day. Uh, on Johnson got hurt. Danny Amendola, eight receptions for 105 yards. And Marvin Jones. Slay got hurt. Slay got hurt, too. Slay got hurt. Uh, And uh, Marvin Jones Jr. had 10 receptions, 93 yards, and four receiving touchdowns, which is the second time he's done it in his career. And I believe the list is Jerry Rice, uh, Shannon Sharp, and him. That sounds right. <laughs> I think they said that on the broadcast. Casey, I'm gonna let if you have anything to say, I'll let you go first because I might <laughs> take over here. Um, I mean, this is how Minnesota wants to play. I mean, this is or at least how they envision. I mean, this is what they could be every single week. <clears throat> they have Kirk Cousins, who is supposed to be, I mean, above average quarterback in the league. Um. And he has two of the best wide receivers in the league with uh, Thielen and Diggs. And one of the best tight ends. And, yeah. But, and then Dalvin Cook, who... The defense is really good. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is what they want to be. They want to put up 42 points every week, um, have Cook run the ball for plus 100 yards, uh, Cousins throw for 300, have Thielen or Diggs, one of them catch for... Plus 100. They would love for both of them to have over 100 yards and then like a touchdown or so. But like, this is what Minnesota wants. Um, and they've kind of turned it around from the beginning when they were just doing, just rushing. Um, but yeah. And then Detroit is just Detroit. They lost their starting running back. So I don't know what to take care of them anymore. Yeah. So, you know, the, so I'm a Lions fan. I'm from Michigan originally. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just the same old crap that we've dealt with for. Tw- I mean, my dad's always said it's been this way since Barry kind of retired. Um, now again, they had a couple of those really horrible losing seasons, the 0 and 16 in there, but it's always they either start out hot or they start out not so hot and they figure something out. Being a Lions fan is the worst thing in sports. <laughs> okay, I will argue this until the day I die. Okay, uh, no one's gonna convince me otherwise. Just the talent they've wasted, things like that. Stafford played as well as you could ask Stafford to play. Okay, Marvin got you four. That defense is a atrocity. To, like that is just embarrassing when you have. Was to be what they say is a defensive wizard at head coach and who is it? I don't Matt Patricia. Oh yeah, and, that's right. Um, again, we should, probably should have known better, but uh, I don't remember Minnesota ever punting. I think they punted once, maybe twice. I like the whole game it felt like cousins was just play action play action play action play action and just couldn't stop it to their credit i've always been one where it's like it's not your job to stop yourself it's the other team's job to stop yourself so credit to minnesota but 
Detroit is never going to get fixed unless something big happens. And my dad and I have talked about this. Relocation. I don't think it's relocation. I think it's ownership. Um, The Ford family has had um, the lines for a long time now. Martha Ford's like 92 or 93. And apparently the rumor is her children don't want anything to do with the lions. Praise the Lord. (laughs) And so Hmm. who knows what will happen there, but so you're saying um, is they would have taken the offer that Jim Irsay received for the Colts. Yes. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I I don't know what's going to happen, but I would you have know, taken the offer. You get, you get really close to being the Chiefs. Um, maybe should have beaten them. You play, you probably outplayed the Chiefs, but you made those some those same dumb mistakes the Lions are known for. You do this, take have a bye week to think about it, and then they play the Packers. And we won't talk about that game. I, I was I was gonna ask because we, we won't haven't talk. had you on the show to I, give your take as a Lions fan on that. So Packers I watched the <laughs> so the first half of that game. Uh, <laughs> so you know I had that flea flicker. Yeah. Uh, maybe first or second play of the game, and um, I was watching with a fellow Lions fan and a, actually a Packer fan um, who I'm really good friends with. <laughs> Not so much anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just kidding. Um, Bart. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I told them, I was like, they got to get a touchdown here. It's not worth it. They kick a field goal, right? So, and they put up like 200 yards of offense in the first quarter, like the first quarter and a half, and they only have 13 points to show for it. That's that's same old Lions stuff right there. <laughs> you should have at least 17 points, 20, probably 21. That's how much they outplayed the Packers that first half. I went home at halftime because I had to work in the morning, but I started to see what was happening on Twitter and stuff like that, and so I started. I turned the game back on. Um, didn't sleep anyway, uh, <laughs> um, and started to see what was going on. And those calls now. Oh, here's. I'll ask you what I asked Casey last yeah. week. Were the refs doing the Lambo leap after the game? <clears throat> yes. Uh, <laughs> now, I'm gonna. I mean, we're all emotional fans. You probably think stuff and say stuff that is probably not the right logical thing, right? I can tell you but the refs are bad. The refs are horrible. <laughs> the refs are the worst they've ever been. I feel like, and again, biased Lions fan, this always happens. Feels like the league has a vendetta against <laughs> the Detroit Lions. Every like those two um, hands to the face calls, quote unquote, hands to the face calls are horrible. And the non-interference call. Yeah, totally blocked his arm. Like his his it's, arm was across his, his chest, body. across yeah. his chest. Like, but at the same time. I've never seen, like, for the last maybe 10 years, I didn't see the Lions win where it was just like, you know what? They were without a doubt the better team. <laughs> I, I, I I can't name one off the top of my head. Where it's like, yeah, they won by 14. They were the better team. Right? <laughs> if you don't want the refs, if you don't want a call deciding the game, then don't let it get there. Like, Instead of 13, score 21. If you if you put up those three touchdowns, that's game. Mm-hmm. That, it wouldn't 
the Packers would have made a comeback, I guarantee you. But I I would bet the Lions put up 31 instead of, what was it, 25 or something like that. Um, but it's just the same old stuff. Uh, I'm more frustrated at the franchise than anything because you, know, you make all these moves to make the franchise better and the team better, and it's just not working. The franchise does not know how to win. They just, just don't. And I was actually listening to podcasts this afternoon about it and agreed with everything they said. Like, the, as a franchise, they do not the, – the Fords don't know how to win. They're trying to make it, you know, Patriots West, which you shouldn't do. Yeah, at the beginning of it, I was like, yeah, sure, let's see what happens. And the draft picks were good. They were amazing, but – they were those draft picks like the Patriots would make, and then three years later, be like, holy cow, that guy has a stud. Guy's a beast. <laughs> and the guy, when I, the podcast I was listening said, you know, all these franchises, like he brought the Colts. Like the Colts have done their own thing. They've created their own culture there. Whereas, like, the Lions are trying to recreate another franchise's culture, and it's not working out. Like, the Lions need to figure out what their culture is and do them, mm-hmm. not try to replicate what's working for another franchise. So, I mean, they're, what are they, 2-3-1. and one. Um, They could very well be the Cardinals game I was mean, stupid. Hey, hey, the Packers game, in the grand things, <clears throat> it isn't that big a deal. It only meant that the Lions were in last instead of first in the division. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. when it... And, like, even their wins aren't convincing. Um, they're very middle-of-the-pack team, which they have been for. And I don't think <laughs> – and, like, people are blaming Stafford. I think that's totally south of who you should be blaming. He's probably the last person in that locker that you should be blaming right now because he's having the best year – one of the best years of his career right now. If you look at his stats, he could be up for MVP if they were winning games. That's what I said about Matt Ryan. yeah. And, uh, well, yeah, Matt Ryan and Matt Stafford are one and the same. They play for horrible franchises. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, Stafford plays for a considerably worse one. Oh, but. easily. The worst, <laughs> the worst, much, much. Worst franchise in pro sports. I, <laughs> I will fight anyone on that. And, uh, but, um, this, uh, last thing I'll say. So they traded Quandre Diggs, um, who they drafted in 2015, who really became a leader in the locker room when their leaders in the, um, the secondary, they trade him to Seattle for a fifth round pick. Nice. And they, no, not nice. <laughs> because the locker room, the locker room is really turning on the, on the coaches and the Bob Quinn. And, um, they interviewed Darius Slay while we were waiting, mm. um, a little bit ago. And it sounds like he's pretty much done. And if, you guys know who Darius Slay is. He's probably one of the top five, six, seven corners in the league. Um, and I'm nervous that they he might be on the trading block. Ramsey. I think, yeah, I think Ramsey is. Um, but, I mean, yeah, we'll get to that. But, um, yeah, it's just sad. I mean, it's more the same with the Lions. It's just, like, you see what they could be, and <laughs> they aren't. <laughs> but that's how it was, that's how it was with Calvin. <laughs> I, that's how it was with Calvin for years. So, yeah, I'll get off my tangent, but yeah, just yeah, yeah. 
So <laughs> they're not going to make the playoffs. I mean, I think it's Minnesota or Chicago, or not Minnesota, Chicago's just a hot mess. Um, but yeah, it's Minnesota or Green Bay in that division. That went from the best division in football to the worst division, maybe one of the worst divisions in football really quick. I don't know. I don't think Chicago's going to do anything. We'll talk about that in a little, little bit. Uh, we have Oakland and Green Bay next. Green Bay, <laughs> 42, Oakland, 24. Uh, let's see, Josh Jacobs had 124 yards. Waller had 126 yards and two touchdowns. Um, oh, yes, this was that game. Aaron Rodgers, 429 yards, five passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. Uh, Valdis Gantling had two receptions. For 133 yards and a touchdown. Um, obviously, uh, Matt LaFleur uh, and Aaron Rodgers appears to be working out pretty decent. Uh, the defense is working out pretty decent. Uh, as one would say, the old man threw for five and even ran for one. So <laughs> that's, hey, what, that's hey. what they said in the locker room speech. Okay. <laughs> Hey, good for the Packers. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> this game went kind of similar to what I was thinking it would go. Um, Raiders' defense is not good. No. Ooh. I don't know how they pull that off hey, against man. Indianapolis. But hey, man, it's hard to find a good pass rusher out there. Yeah, it is. <laughs> who, who amongst us hasn't traded a <laughs> potential Hall of Fame defensive player for picks? Um in one Chicago Bears, but um, <laughs> yeah, good for good for Green Bay. <laughs> and traded a potential Pro Bowl wide receiver for a nutcase Antonio Brown yeah. to get the next year. So, well, yeah, Mark and, Bar- and yeah, Jeez. and Vontez Perfect. You got got to get and Richie Incognito. Got to get all the good guys over there. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you don't think Amari's pretty cool? He's good. <laughs> He's good. The, He's the, only good as the quarterback throwing to him. I don't, I don't think Dak's... Uh, I think Dak is... I think, I think Amari is proving to be better than the quarterback that's throwing to him. Because Dak is not... But Dak has to get the ball to him. That's the... But uh, Amari. No, Amari. That's what I said. Amari's good. No, I'm sa- not you said he's good. as good as the quarterback throwing to him. The quarterback's got to get the ball to him. Yeah, but Dak throwing to Amari is a lot different than Dak throwing anywhere else. Agreed. Sure. <laughs> and you got four year old Jason Wynn running around hey. with his head cut off. Hey. R- running like he's walking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Arizona beating the Giants 27-21. Uh, Edmonds stepped in for David Johnson, who got hurt, and had 126 yards and three touchdowns. Barkley returned, had 18 for 72 and a touchdown. Um, I mean, the, I mean, it's not like an impressive win because it's the Giants. It's a road um, win, right? Road um, win, I believe. Yeah, yeah I think the Giants. so. I mean, um, Cardinals have a better record than the Lions now. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, I was watching this one in the morning because I have David Johnson on my fantasy team, and so I was thinking of dropping him for the week and picking up Edmonds, and it sounded like Johnson was going to play, so I stayed with David Johnson. It was probably the worst. He got .2 points. He got .2 points, and, uh, you know, uh, 
Admin's got 30-something, 40-something, yeah. and, um, but yeah, good win. Good win. Barkley's back. Yeah. What would you make, Casey? Um, I mean, yeah, it's against the Giants, so it's not a huge, like, awesome <laughs> win, but, I mean, it is nice to know if you're Arizona that if David Johnson goes down that uh, you have a running uh, back. Yeah. Or you can trade David Johnson. Or, or yeah, or you could trade either one of them, like and know or know you have somebody there to, to follow up on it. So I mean, that's really all I took from the game. I mean, yeah, we had uh, San Francisco playing Washington. They only let me put it. They only won nine to zero. Monsoon and a monsoon. That might have ball. I did see one clip of the game uh, where uh, the 49ers <laughs> sacked a quarterback, and there was a big splash uh, after that. And then the 49er player proceeded to uh, belly slide across the field in what looked like um, water coming from him. There was so much water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Splashing I, everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that – rain or not, I mean – 49ers defense is like that front four is downright scary. Um, they've drafted and taken some risks, but they've been paying off. Um, yeah, that front four is really scary from 49ers. Jimmy G's been okay. I mean, what do you make of Jimmy G? We have differing opinions on this show. Who's I mean, who's uh, who's on the side here? Casey likes Jimmy G. Okay. Jimmy G. I, I I feel he's a bit overrated. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know if it's the coming back from injury part, but even in the preseason he looked really off. I mean, he's only lost how many games as a starter? He hasn't lost many games as a starter, um, but as you said, that defense that defense is absolutely <laughs> scary. I so, mean, here's. Oh, Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> well, I'm not going to defend him. I just was going to point out. Um, I'm not taking a side because I don't have an opinion on Jimmy G. No, you're good. You're good. I do think it'll be interesting. Well, that doesn't make for good podcast. I do think it will. <laughs> I mean, here's all I'm saying. He has 12 touchdowns, 10 picks as before this week. He had 12 touchdowns, 10 picks. Baker had 11, and the sky was falling. The media likes Jimmy G. No one likes Jimmy G. <laughs> I, I think I think we'll I think I'll have an opinion a good opinion on him once we see how this Emmanuel Sanders stuff. Now that he has a a competent wide receiver because I don't know who who else is on that. George Kittle. Okay, yeah, okay. Kittle's a good safety blanket. Yeah, the but wide that, receivers that, are Debo Samuel, Pettis. 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 Um, Goodwin. He's good oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that's your wide receivers. Yeah. So Mayo so Sanders is probably the best wide receiver he's he's had now. Um, but, I mean that <laughs> offense built around that running game. That running game is really good. Um, so I think this year I think it's just built around what? Who's a uh, is a Hyde? No, that's no, it's Hyde. a uh, Tevin Coleman and oh, Abreu. Yeah. Um. So I don't think I've watched enough Jimmy G, but we'll learn pretty quickly how good he is with a 
It's all that defense. It's the front four, the linebackers, Richard Sherman and company in the secondary. That defense is winning them games. I think an interesting Super Bowl would be 49ers and New England. Limited points. Yeah. We probably see the same thing we saw this year. That would be an awful Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> so, with you bringing that up, is San Francisco becoming the new Patriots? Because Tom Brady's looking like he's about to end his career. Well, Jimmy G looks like he's being Tom Brady, and the 49ers, uh, like, they are being the Patriots. Um. I don't know. Because they have uh, crazy tight end. Well, well, Patriots don't no, have him He's good. He's good. A good, great tight end. Good. They have yeah. no-name wide receivers, always. They have 15 running backs who run, and a great defense. Running backs run, well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, jury's still kind of out on them. Like, we don't know. We I gotta see them. I think we gotta see them in some big games. Like once they start, we playing have to see them play good Seattle. teams. Once we see them play like Seattle and they played the Rams. They they, they beat the Rams, right? They yeah. oh yeah, they're on they the destroyed them. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, I think at least right now, my yeah, they really haven't played anybody. Now that I look at that, the Saints, are, <laughs> the Saints are good. Are we talking about the Saints here? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I got opinions on. Moving yeah, on from the mud ball. Real quick, Dill, real quick, did you see the headline of the UFC fighter who had a problem with the drug? He had a problem with the drug test, so he's retiring from fighting because he and he said, "quote Y'all are on steroids, not me." <laughs> um, I just thought I'd throw that in there. That'll show him. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh, the Chargers. <laughs> What a- the Chargers and the Titans, 23-20, to Titans win. Eckler had seven receptions for 118 and a touchdown. Tannehill had 312 for two touchdowns, 79% completion rate. So might as well say Mariota has done. Um, yeah. The, uh, Derrick Henry had 90 <coughs> yards and a touchdown. Uh, Davis had six receptions for 80 yards and a touchdown. And how about that ending? What happened? I didn't watch that. So, uh, Eckler, I think either caught or ran oh, it. Oh, okay. And it yeah, was rolled a touchdown, and so they were up 26-23, but then it was called back. Um, Time ran off. They got down to the goal line. Um, oh, then okay. Mel- They got, got the goal line. They hand off to Melvin Gordon. It was ruled Fumble. in. No, it was ruled oh. in. And then it was called back, and then they hand off to Melvin Gordon again, and he fumbled it. Okay, I did see that, though. Uh, so um, they t- they got two touchdowns on the field, and then they were reviewed and called back, and then there was a fumble at the goal line by Melvin Gordon. I mean, the Chargers are like the lines of the AFC, when you think about it. Like, good, good players. Not, And the Chargers probably have the better roster between well, the those Chargers two. Well, like, the Chargers win more than the Lions. They do. But I truly believe that Chargers are cursed. Just like how oh, I believe the Lions are cursed, but because this this stuff happens to the Lions, like mm. this remind that remind me of when they played the at home against the Falcons a couple of years ago, where um, you know they thought Golden Tate made it in with like nine seconds remaining, and then they reviewed it, so they didn't get in. They ran off they ten second runoff, where it's just like okay, but I've seen the Lions get a playoff in six seconds before, so don't <laughs> tell me that. Like, we couldn't get off another play, but those are the rules because the NFL is dumb. But, uh, and it doesn't make sense, but 
Yeah, I mean, weird game. Um, I guess the Titans found their quarterback for now. I think Mario's kind of done. I definitely uh, don't think Tannehill's the answer. I don't know. Tannehill's the answer. No, that's why I said for yeah. now. So, I mean, I don't know what, as a Titans fan, like, what do you want? Like, do you want I've them heard... to crash? Do you just want them to crash this year and go for... I mean, they're three. And, or it's too or? late to crash. They're three and four. They're you got to crash next year for Trevor. Yeah, if they were to crash for next year, I mean, they have a good receiving core. Like, Here's the thing. But that was pretty solid. But their offensive line is just gone. Here's like, the thing. They may come back. There is a quarterback on the market who a bunch of teams are starting to talk about. Teams including the Bears. Teams including the Steelers, teams including the Titans. What, Cam Newton? Cam Newton. Gosh. Cam Newton. The Bears. Oh, here's a fun one. I heard, per Adam Schefter. <laughs> Tom Brady stuff. Oh, my God. That the least likely, there are three options that Tom Brady has. There's stay in New England, leave New England, or retire. And the least likely of the three options is stay in New England. Could the Bears trade for Tom Brady? They have the defense. I mean, the Bears got to be looking at Cam Newton, Tom Brady. Mitchell Trubisky's not it. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to lie. This is throwing me through a loop. I didn't think. Of that as an option. Wow. I know, I mean, I don't know, but I know that Bill Belichick, if someone were to offer him two firsts for Tom Brady, he would take it in a heartbeat. I think if they offered him a fourth round pick, he'd take it at this point. Let's see. I mean, when's the trade down on Monday, Tuesday? Yeah. Something like that. I mean, I'm not necessarily saying Tom Brady's been talking about as if he's getting traded, but at the end of this year, his contract's up. Yeah. And there's talk of retirement, and there's talk of this. He was on a radio show, and for the first time, I don't know how long, he said he didn't say he wanted to play till he's 45. He said, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think. Belichick wants to waste this defense. No, I think he Tom wants Brady. to. I think I think they'll win it with Brady this year. But yeah, I I could see them moving on after this year for sure. It'd be weird. It'd be really weird. I mean, for all my adult life and really almost all my life, Brady's been the quarterback um, for the Patriots. So it'd be weird. But I, anything's possible. I mean, Belichick. I mean, Brady. And the Patriots have kind of built that culture. Brady, they're, they're, they're Brady of anybody. has gotten. He's in the Patriots system right now, where you know the defense is kind of carrying him. And he goes to the Bears, who have a defense. Don't they have the number one scoring offense in the? No. They have number one scoring defense. Yeah. They have. So he goes to the Bears. They have the defense. They have. I mean, bigger name receivers than the Patriots have. <laughs> they have not as good running backs. And they have not as good as... Well, the offensive line might be about the same. I don't know. I'm Patriots just Patriots do lead the league in scoring. Not because of Tom Brady. Tom Brady's not been throwing any points. touchdowns. 
Wild. The defense has been scoring. Running backs have been scoring. The Lions are six in scoring. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, real quick. (laughs) New Orleans versus Chicago. New Orleans wins 36-25. Latavius Murray had 119 yards and two touchdowns in Kamara's absence. Uh, Michael Thomas had nine receptions for 131 yards. Chicago, as a team, had 17 rush yards, did not run it much. Uh, Robinson had 10 receptions, 87 yards, and a touchdown. No Camara, no Drew Brees, no problem. <laughs> Coach of the year, Sean Payton. I mean, convince me otherwise. It might John be Frank Rag. Frank Ra- <laughs> uh, if, if the Raiders end up 500, um, he's got if, a serious uh, consideration. Yeah, Frank Reich. <laughs> Colts do go like 11-5, 12-4. Frank Reich's got to be up there. But, I mean, sh- do you do that? That defense turned a corner when Breeze went down. That secondary's playing that, you just can't as run well on that as any. You can't run on you that You cannot team. do anything on that defense right now. And uh, the offense is playing just good enough with Bridgewater. Thomas is getting his. Without Kamara against that Chicago defense, that was really impressive. Like I, Because on the same block of games that Seattle and Baltimore game was on, but, you know, we live in Indiana, so... <laughs> Heaven forbid we watch another good game at 415 uh, or 425. And so I was like, okay, I'll watch New Orleans. And wow, that was, I mean, again, you're playing as Mitch Trubisky, but I mean. But the defense. That de- that, that <laughs> New Orleans defense is really impressive. Um, I actually think right now, once they get Breeze back, I think they'd be the team to beat in the NFC, not San Francisco. Well, yeah. Um, I, I have the Saints. I have the Packers ahead of yeah. San Francisco. Um, the pack, the Packers would be number two in the NFC. I think there's just something about the Saints this year. Where I, I think know, once they there's get, something about the Saints the past three years. I though. know, but uh, <laughs> what heartbreaking way will they lose this year? No idea. <laughs> but uh, yeah, really, really great win on the road. The uh, the Bears still suck. On offense. They're awful. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, Agreed. Nothing much to say about that. You got to feel for Allen Robinson because Allen Robinson is much, well. much, much better like than people give him credit for. Yeah. And he, he was did, in Jacksonville. He, he was a he, pro bowl. He plays with the worst QBs in the history of the yeah in fo- of football. I mean, he was great in Jacksonville, like with Bortles. <laughs> of any Bears, I I don't like the Bears. I'm a Lions fan, but for any, I've never felt worse for a Bear than <laughs> than him, or even uh, when they had uh, Matt Forte, oh, yeah. fantasy the number one fantasy player ever, right? Matt Forte draft draft him first, right? But uh, dang, Alan, man, he needs better. It'll be interesting. I'll be interested to see what they do with I always, in that trade. I just kind of anything. felt bad as a whole for that Bears team when it was Forte and Marshall and Jeffrey. Oh, yeah. Because it was like that team should – And it Cutler. was Greg Olson. Jay Cutler, right? Yeah, yeah. Cutler. Yep. Yeah. Greg Olson, Brandon Marshall, Alshon Jeffrey, Matt Forte. And Cutler was light years ahead of Trubisky. Yeah, that's what – there were people who were like, man, so when, uh, do we want to get Cutler back instead of Trubisky? <laughs> It'd be interesting. Like they don't the have many draft picks. The interesting thing about Cutler was he was a Pro Bowler, and then he went to Chicago, and then he threw with Denver, twenty-seven yeah, interceptions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it'd be in, they don't have like the high draft picks anymore because they give them all up for 
Mac, Mac. So like, I don't think Gabe they'd be able to get. I don't think they'd be able to get get Cam because I would think Carolina would want picks like next year for a Cam. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily a first rounder though. They'd have to give up one, at least one. Yep. I don't at see least getting, one. I don't see a team getting away with if that is going to happen. I'd expect at least one first round pick. Uh-huh. Out on the board, but yeah, enough on that game. Like that was really, really good, really impressive win from the Saints. Who that? Baltimore and Seattle. Baltimore wins thirty to sixteen. Lamar is back to being one hundred forty-three passing yards and one hundred sixteen rushing yards. Casey, you wrote that, so yeah. I'll let you go first here. <laughs> I mean, I have faith that Lamar can throw the ball, but I mean. He's, I mean, he's he's more of a running back than he is a quarterback, so it's still working, apparently. I mean, yeah. they're winning, so that's fun. Yeah, don't break. Or, <laughs> it ain't broke, don't fix it. I mean, this yeah. is probably the second best win of the weekend. Um, I mean, Seattle's not a pushover. Seattle's, yeah, bad Seattle's, not, Seattle's not... Great either. That defense is not good. That Russell Wilson is literally carrying that team right now. Mm-hmm. And he's doing great. I mean, just through his first pick of the season on Sunday. I mean Yeah, I mean, I think that game was tied in the Did third you see quarter the or something. Stat, though. It was his first pick in his last two hundred and nine games. That is So going back to high school, he hasn't thrown a pick. <laughs> Had to be attempts. It had to be attempts. <laughs> had to be attempts. You put that stat, Fox. Yeah. <laughs> Comes up in first interception in the last 209 games. <laughs> the greatest quarterback ever created. Uh, that's like when I would make a quarterback in NCAA football, and every time I threw a pick, I would start the game. Over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, this is, I cannot stand for this. Uh, but, yeah. Baltimore. Yeah, I mean they're gonna beat you by running. Yeah, I don't. I even against the Chiefs, like Ingram had three or four touchdowns that game. I, yeah, I, they're gonna I mean, beat the, you the by Chiefs, running. It. The Chiefs can't defend the run. Um, and the runs how you beat them. But they do have. I think Baltimore is still without Hollywood Brown. Yeah, um, that will help. Um, yeah, great win. I mean, they need to. They're gonna win that division. Anyway, so hey, I don't think it means the Browns aren't on. out yet. Okay, Bo. <laughs> <laughs> the Browns, the Browns' schedule coming up gets very easy, very easy. They get Pittsburgh twice, Cincinnati twice, Miami, and Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh just crushed the Chargers on the road. The Chargers. Colts lost to the Chargers. Because Vinatieri, you played that game. We've been over this. <laughs> Don't be in that situation where you have to lie, lie on your kicker. Tom Brady doesn't have, what, four Super Bowls? He doesn't rely on his kicker? Goodness gracious. Who put them in that situation? Tom Brady. Oh, what? <laughs> Are the referees? Bill Belichick. Put them in a position to win? I don't know. The... <laughs> Bill Belichick put him there. Philadelphia lost to the Cowboys 37-10. Zeke had 111 yards on the touchdown. Uh, Cooper had 106 yards. 
so what's the overreaction this week? Are the Cowboys fixed? They're back. They're going to win it. <laughs> I mean, they just feasted on a bad Eagles defense. That secondary is horrible. Uh, I mean, the Lions did work against everyone. Everyone is doing work. Stephon yeah. Diggs did work against them, <laughs> and it, there was a choice of whether it was going to go to Diggs or another guy because they were both very open. Um, <laughs> Carson, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think people overrated the Eagles at the beginning of the season. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think they still have injuries on the wide receiver. They were pretty, the wide receiver. They're pretty banged up anyway, but they're – yeah, I mean, I just think they caught the Eagles at the right time. I mean, when you get crushed by the Jets, I mean, <laughs> yeah, got to respond some way. But, um, yeah, Eagles aren't good right now. Cowboys are just okay, but they're better than – way better than meh. <laughs> Any thoughts, Casey? I mean, it, you're playing against Philadelphia. You're going to win. Their defense is terrible. <laughs> so, to me, this isn't anything. Let's see what the Cowboys do um, after the bye. If that one schedule gets real tough. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, if Zeke and Cooper both go over 100 yards, like, you're going to win. You're going to win, probably. So, if that keeps happening, I can see them winning quite a bit. But I don't think it will happen. And, and, like, when they played, they weren't even in the same realm as the Packers not two weeks ago. That, that game wasn't no. as close as the ending mm-hmm. score. And you saw what the Lions almost did to the Packers, too. So it's like, where do you put the yeah. Cowboys? Like, where do you see the Cowboys? But, yeah. Well, you see what the Eagles do to the Packers. That, too. I like sports. Time is a flat circle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the uh, New England, okay, the bore of the week. New England beat the Jets 33 nothing on stupid Monday night football. <laughs> um, can we just all agree? Like, can we? I mean, outside of outside of the, because what that what was was were the Saints and um, Texans on Monday night to start of the season? Yeah, I would I say think outside so. of that and like the Packers Lions, like there really hasn't been like many. Great, I, great games. Like, I think this Thurs- was Thursday night and Monday night, I think, kind of traded because Thursday night always had awful games, and they've had some pretty yeah, good they've games. Had some good ones. And Monday night, I don't know how this got slotted for Monday night. Monday night usually, I mean, I mean, I guess it's a divisional game, and they were expecting the Jets to be better than they are. Uh, but Darnold was seeing ghosts. Oh my gosh, <laughs> ghosts. He was seeing Caspers out in the field. I don't – okay, so I don't quite – let me go through this real quick. Um, oh, here's a stat for you. Oh, I'm, I'm a, I love stats. New England defense <laughs> is allowing, on average, a 35.6 passer rating. Not you, great. For spiking the ball, you get a 39. <laughs> the entire so quarterbacks will be better off just throwing the ball in the dirt than actually trying to move the ball against the Patriots defense. That This is the best. I mean, you could talk all you want about that Seahawks secondary. Where Legion, doing, of boom. Legion of boom. This is, boom. this is the best secondary I've ever seen in professional football. I mean, 
was it cover zero? Was it the zero blitz or something? What were they talking about on Monday night? Their cover zero or zero blitz or something like that. And it's just you're not going to do anything. Like their their corners are so good. (laughs) Like you should just try to run the ball. Just see what. Just try it. Yeah. Le'Veon had a good game. Le'Veon had like 70 or 80 yards. Yeah. If I'm remember, I mean. And it's Le'Veon Bell, so I mean. The Ravens. The Ravens would be a good. Good matchup for the Patriots, I think. Actually, do they play? I think they play pretty soon. They, I think they do play pretty soon, and they would probably meet again in the playoffs. Yeah, I think that would be a good game because I don't think, as we just said, Baltimore is not going to rely on passing it to win it. They're going to shove it down your throat. Yeah. Um, so I don't. You're not going to beat New England by going over 300 yards. You're just not going to do it. You're going to have to run it. So stay away from the corners. Just don't. Just don't <laughs> throw the ball. Don't pass. Don't, don't throw it. So Sam Darnold helped contribute to the, that stat. He had four interceptions and a fumble with a 3.6 passer rating. Um, Sony Michelle had three touchdowns. Tom Brady, here's what I'm talking about. 249 and a touchdown. Game manager. The, the Sam Darnold mic'd up controversy. This became a big story. It's all about seeing ghosts. I'm, I guess I don't understand what the big deal about the statement was. Because everyone, he said he was seeing ghosts, and everyone just kind of, Yeah, I mean, social media kind of picked it up and ran with it. But, I mean, what did they get? I mean, seeing ghosts just means that they're showing you one coverage, and they went to another one. And you didn't see the guy there. I mean, or you saw something you didn't. Yeah. I mean... Here's, I mean, the only thing I can see, Le'Veon Bell kind of sounded off on Twitter about it, is that the NFL Films Department and the Jets, someone signed off on this. No other quarterback has ever been aired, mic'd up uh, during a game in this scenario, Hmm. like where they're Hmm. just playing so poorly and they're talking about trying to, like, what do you usually get from mic'd ups? You usually get, like, Good job, good job. Like that's usually like that's you hear like some grunts, you hear some breathing, you hear the occasional like woo, but like you don't usually get a lot of substance out of it. Um, I'm gonna go home and watch some mic up after this. Yeah, tell you what. Yeah, yeah. the I mean, and, and you know, it's I mean, this is kind of a thing. I guess the players got behind because it's like this is why we don't want to be mic'd up because we don't want to have every single sideline conversation available for them to pick and choose what they want to air. And yeah. and this was aired during the game. This wasn't even like in a highlights package. It was like, hey, why? here's what Donald's thinking. Oh, I can't figure it out. I've thrown four interceptions and a fumble. Sure. And, and um, yeah, I just said. I mean, Le'Veon so cool. Bell had a whole thing like. They screwed Sam Darnold. Like no other quarterback would ever be treated like this, and so on, so on, so on. Tom Brady, it would just be. It would, they would only show it if Tom Brady had thrown five touchdowns and had said something graceful. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think it's that big a deal. I just no, think it's, it's not. I'm not reading into much of that. So we had some news break right before we got on. Uh, that New England has traded Michael Bennett to the Cowboys for a seventh-round pick that could be a sixth-rounder. 
I mean, he wasn't doing much on New England. That's probably why they got rid of him. Uh, I, the, I mean, for a seventh round pick, Cowboys are probably just like, let's add a guy to pass rush. Mm-hmm. Add um, Well, it sounded like Bennett wanted out of there anyway. Nah. From what I saw, so yeah, yeah. I don't think the Patriots will miss a lot of that. The Raiders traded a former first round cornerback <laughs> uh, Conley to the Texans. No one was really impressed with either deal. What did the Texans give? Like a fifth, sixth round? Uh, I want to say higher than that. Did they? I'm not sure. No one was really impressed with either side how they came out. <laughs> um, the oh, we talked about Adam Scheffler, Adam Schefter speculating that Tom Brady is setting up to leave the Pats. He voids his contract, will be a free agent at the end of the year, puts his house for sale. Trainer put his house for sale. Uh, and like I said, Schefter says there's three options. He can stay in New England, he can leave, or he can retire. And staying in New England is the least likely of the three. Hmm. And, uh, I mean, well, he sold. Well, there's he, nothing Adam Schefter has done to make me think he doesn't know something. So Yeah, be interesting. We'll see. I don't, I, I, I would he's going to have to retire. I would no, I would personally love to see him go to another team and flop as Belichick succeeds with any other quarterback in that system. Well, that's why, like, that's why he has to retire. Because, a, what team's gonna want him? The Bears, the Titans. What do you give the up? Steelers. What do you, what do you give up? What do you give up for Tom Brady? First he, of all, he's a free agent threat. this year. They're Nothing. just signing him. Oh, okay. I would. Oh, oh, Denver. Denver. Oh my gosh. No. No, I don't. <laughs> not worth it. Oh, oh my god! If he were to play moderately, it's not worth it because he's not the long-term answer for anything. Yeah. So like, does Denver? They got Peyton Manning. They don't care. Not when Chicago. Not when Peyton Chicago was forty. That's fair. The, yeah, Chicago, it is fair. Chicago. <laughs> Chicago has that defense right now that they don't want to waste, and Trubisky's not working. They would take a short-term answer right now, so that defense doesn't get wasted. Tennessee might. Tennessee's desperate. Pittsburgh no. might. They have, they're stuck with Ben anyway. They'd That'd probably be funny, rather by have the way. Brady. That'd be really funny, actually. Like, hey, Jacksonville? Took... No. No, they love the mustache. <laughs> they're not going to go for another quarterback. Oh, wow. The Dolphins, the Redskins. Uh, they won't go for them. The Bengals. Lions. <laughs> That'd be funny. We'll see. The Raiders. Raiders. That sounds like that sounds like a guy. That sounds like a guy that Gruden would like. I don't think Gruden's gonna stick with Carr much no, longer because he didn't no. draft. He wants his guy. And I think he likes Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> Next, that guy, man. <laughs> that guy, man. He runs that old Spire two Y banana. <laughs> I tell you what, man, he's pretty good at football, man. I tell you what. <laughs> wow. I don't got a disco ball, but I'm about to start dancing. <laughs> Did you guys after <laughs> after that, you guys should go on YouTube and watch the clip where um who's the impersonator? Uh, uh, uh I forget his name. name. Uh, um Frank Calendo. Yeah, he so he shot up on hard knocks. 
on an episode of Hard Knocks with the Raiders this season, and it was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> so I, I, you will not be disappointed by it. <laughs> and Gruden's just sitting there like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. It's like, yeah, make a good TV band. <laughs> Odell is not happy about a, quote, ridiculous <laughs> fine of $14,000 for not wearing pants that cover his knees. <laughs> I've got nothing to say. (laughs) Pretty petty, first of all. Like, but him or the league? League. The league? Yeah. Yeah. Fourteen thousand dollars for pants that don't. That's that's ridiculous. The league needs to loosen up. The NFL. The NFL is getting just as bad as the NCAA. Look at. Let me tell the NFL something real quick. Your problem isn't that players aren't wearing pants to their knees. Your problem is you're officiating right now. Fix that. Tweet that. (laughs) My tweeter. Oh. I've got nothing on that. Other than it's really petty. It's bad. It's just bad. <laughs> Broncos trade Emmanuel Sanders and 2025th rounder uh, for a 2023rd and fourth from the 49ers. Go back to the OBJ thing because I just saw something actually. So, what's a worse look? The NFL finding him $14,000 or him wearing pants above his knees? I don't get what the problem is. Basically wearing long shorts. Yeah. I mean, they had a picture of the pants. They come, like, right to his knee. They don't just – they don't. he doesn't have a knee pad. That's the only thing. And at that point, is the player's choice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was the uh, – what were we at now? Uh, Emmanuel Sanders. I think it's great. Like, I, I think that's – the 49ers need a reliable mm-hmm. wide receiver like that. I mean, even when Peyton Manning was there – um, with the Broncos, he was the safety blanket. Yeah. Uh, so, so I think, like I said, I think that's this is when we'll see how good Jimmy G is with an actual uh, wide receiver, wide receiver that we know and we know is um, reliable. So we'll see. I think it's a good good pickup for 49ers. No, it, made, it made him better. That's the thing. It made him. Yeah. It made him better. Yeah. What they give up? They gave up uh, uh, third and a fourth. Oh yeah. Yeah, good pick. Yeah, good pickup. The Patriots trade a second round pick for oh. Mohamed Sanu. This one, this one's good. Just as good as the Emmanuel Ooh. Sanders pickup, I think. Because, I mean, that wide receiving gore has taken hits. Because it sounds like Josh Gordon's out for this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, earlier. Which Josh Gordon wasn't aware of? <laughs> what? That's he commented true. on the he commented on the Instagram post that had the breaking news: Josh Gordon's on IR, and he said, "Interesting." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <clears throat> um, no, I think it's a. Uh, uh, I mean, Patriots got better. That's what you want to do before the trade deadline. That's not, this. That's not yeah. what America wants. That's not what America wants. But I think he's a good. Because it sounds like Edelman's also banged up a little Edelman's bit. Edelman's hurt. Uh, the jo- not Josh Gordon. Um, Dorsett's hurt. Dorsett's hurt. Um, and then they and have two rookie wide receivers. Antonio Brown didn't work out. Nikhil Harry, I think, is coming back soon, though. Yeah. And yep. he's a freak. He's just a, a physical freak. So I watched him in college a couple times. So he's uh, he'll be good. But, yeah, good pickup for Patriots. 
My only question is, if you're given a second-round pick for Muhammad Sanu, <laughs> what is the market for any other receiver? Sanu, is that worth that money? Well, for A.J. Green now. Uh, first. More than that. Yeah, you got to be a first and maybe some mid-level. Like a first and a third. Yeah, like first something, fourth, yeah. at least. Well, yeah. like, uh, the podcast I was listening to, they were like, we should, Lions should put up Marvin. Like, his his stock has never been higher after four touchdowns. See what you can get for him. Uh-huh. But that means you're selling. Yeah. You're, you're selling. But, uh, yeah, and I agree. The, AJ, like, they're marketing else? AJ, which they should, which the Bengals absolutely should be. Stock up on picks. But, uh, yeah, they get a fight, I think. Yeah. Sa- safely. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be mad if the Colts got them. That's all I'm saying. That would be sweet. I, Opposite of that uh, T.Y., that would be very cool. Yeah. And uh, I also saw a theory this week where the Colts trade for Nelson Aguilar. Oh, yes. And get, because he's cheap. Drops. Because you can get him for six to A lot of drops. Yeah. Lots of drops. We get it already. <laughs> <laughs> Are you getting better, though? Like, we got Darius Hayward Bay, or, like, you know, a few years ago we had yeah, him. We yeah. dealt with him. Yeah. Ebron's yeah. dropping. We got Devin Punches. He decided to get hurt in the first game. So Devin that was Punches. one of the Devin Punches. That was one of our two big free agent signings. Um, <laughs> that wasn't that big of a signing. No, but that was, for us, that was, that was one of the big signings. But, I mean, it wasn't a big signing. Yeah, Lions got Jamie Collins and, you know, he hasn't done anything. <laughs> And then, let's see, Jeff Scorn's out for season. Uh, some other names on the market. A.J. Green, Chris Harris, Vic Beasley, Trent Williams, who they're thinking is going to go the Browns. Is oh, that the guy from Dallas? Oh, okay. The guy who's not playing because he doesn't want to. The oh, okay. left tackle. Um, wow, okay. O.J. Howard, Kenyon Drake, Robbie Anderson, and I will say Von Miller is all there as well. Yeah, I... Very lightly out there, probably. Lightly. But, you know, from the Lions perspective, I think Lions are going after a running back, Mm. if not defense. I think they would go – I'd be shocked if they didn't go after Kenyon Drake at all. Mm -hmm. Like, I think the Lions would be just floored if they didn't (laughs) make some offers at Kenyon Drake or uh, (laughs) Vic Beasley, at least, for defense. Um They make all the sense in the world for the Lions because they have no pass rush. Like if I don't know if you watched any of the Vikings game, but like the Vikings, their lines okay, kind of mid level, maybe a little below average, and Lions couldn't get to Cousins. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, Kansas, I heard the Von Miller thing though. I yeah. heard I heard that um, Kansas City wanted Jalen Ramsey <laughs> they didn't get him, which Jalen Ramsey adds another level to that Rams defense. Yeah, well, like when you have Aaron Donald, that game. Well, that he, yeah, you have Aaron Donald in the front. Like you can do whatever you. I mean, how? You know, I heard how have, have we ever seen the number one defensive lineman and the with the number one, one secondary player? Like, <laughs> um, I'd have to look. I mean, there's so and when you have Aaron Donald on the line and Jalen Ramsey in the secondary, those other nine guys can do so many different things. Yeah. <laughs> And like you really don't miss the Marcus Peters. No, anyway, not at all. No, no and a team to leave. He's coming back, right? To leave, I think is coming yep. back soon. And then Matthews is coming back. Yeah. Yeah. So Rams might turn just first. That team. I mean, 
I traded I would, on last week. I <laughs> I traded a I traded this guy. He had Marcus Mariota, so he wasn't playing. Um, and we start two quarterbacks, and so we have Marcus Mariota was one of them. And uh, I went to the waivers, and Ryan Tannehill still there, so picked him on up, and uh, went back and forth a little bit, but ended up giving him Ryan Tannehill, and he gave me the Rams' new and improved defense. Oh, and Ramsey, yep. And Rams went out and got 21 points. <laughs> yep. you, you hate to see it. <laughs> oh, I loved it. <laughs> Bo needed to make some moves. I knew. I, no, he it's made it. It's gonna be an interesting trade deadline because I think there's some, you know, 500 teams are just a little above 500. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, they can make a push for the playoffs and they need some of these players. So I think AJ Green on the right team. Yeah. A healthy AJ Green, whatever that looks like now. I've um, heard. Who was it? They were talking about him and Robbie Anderson too. Robbie Anderson could be him a good addition to somebody. Yeah. Robbie Anderson could take the. The uh, lit off a of defense. I mean, really underrated. Who was it? Yeah. They had him getting paired up with, like, another big receiver. But Who, AJ? Yeah. Like, a team uh, that would be interested. I've only seen a few teams. Inter- well, not everybody's probably interested in AJ Green, but a few teams who were, were like, going to think about it. Like, obviously, said, the Colts would be a great, but I don't know if they'll do it. Um, the 49ers were the, the big. The, oh. oh, shoot. If the Packers had Devontae yes. Adams and A.J. Green. That scary. <laughs> that. Yeah, I hate that. <laughs> you really don't like that. That, that would be crazy. Than AJ Green. I think I think they'd be, because they need something else other than... Um, TJ, Tyler Lockett. Yeah, Lockett. Yeah. Cool. I mean, there's a lot of different places. Um, oh, but I started to say Kansas City. They wanted Jalen Ramsey. They didn't get him. Their defense is still awful. Yeah. And you there's get, not uh, many. Do they go? I mean, Chris Harris is a safety, though, right? Mm-hmm. So. Well, hey, it sounds like Darius Slay wants out of Detroit. That that yeah. starts them. I mean, that's a huge upgrade from what the Chiefs. The Chiefs, have anything now. would be an upgrade at any position on defense. Casey would be an upgrade. They're about to call me. <laughs> oh wait, I just hey, a, I have great stats. Dude, texting me black football. Andy Reid. Andy Reid's been texting me this whole time, asking me to come try out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and here's the even crazier part: they want me at corner. That's insane. <laughs> I mean, anything would be an upgrade. Well, I mean, Chris Harris is a safety. They have Matthew. That's the only thing. Is Where do I send my uh, application for that? I don't think that's how this works. Because, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I got every defensive stat in flag football. We can do this. <laughs> I have a fumble in flag football, which is impossible. Who's? I mean, you mentioned Slay, maybe Harris, but they have Matthew. That's the only position. Where's Chris Harris at now? Denver. Brancos? Denver. Um, I think Denver just wants to start over, which is sucks. You're giving away your whole identity with getting rid of Miller, if that is the case. Like well, that's very true. Because they have but that. You bring in guy. so much from there. Uh, Riley Chubb. He's out for the year. He's out for the year. Yep. You just got rid of your best offensive player, probably. Yeah. Sutton's um, really good. So yeah. I mean, we have, what, five days left on the trade And they're line? giving up on Flacco, so... Well, I mean... I mean 
I think I, everybody has. Nothing against Flacco. Color, color me shocked, no, though. Nothing against Flacco. It's just that the odds of them going to the Super Bowl went down when they signed him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> they're not that's doing true. They don't have a defensive player retiring at the end of the year, so Flacco's not going to play well. <laughs> oh, man. So, going to move into college football. This is where Nick shines. <laughs> we have a couple questions to get him warmed up. My first we have three. We have, yeah. Three. <laughs> well, one is just oh, kind yeah. of sends him off. But the, <laughs> the, the first question. So when we talked with you and Scotty Lerman earlier when our, on our initial college football episode, so we talked about yeah. the Heisman, who would be front runners. Uh, the, the only thing I heard was that it's Lawrence and Tua and no, and everybody else. Uh, is, is that true? Cause I don't think it is. Oh no. <laughs> no. So like this season has been very weird. Um, I did really see, haven't, I did see after Jalen Hurd's first game, he went off and I, I tweeted, told, I told, I, I tweeted Scotty. I told and I, you. And I, I said, him. Hey, what about Lawrence and Tua and how he's not going to do anything? And Scotty just replied, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, I mean, that's why I sent the original pot. Like, um, you could put me or Scotty at quarterback for Oklahoma and we do. Okay. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Riley's going to the Cowboys. What Jerry wants. I don't think Trevor Lawrence is in the conversation anymore. Like, I think I think the last time I last thing I saw, he's leading the ACC in interceptions. I think. Ooh. Um. Just really has (laughs) in the in the stout ACC. Uh. Yeah, just hasn't looked good, which is shocking with that. Um, those wide receivers, they're undefeated. Okay. Clemson's kind of escaping games right now. They should have lost to North Carolina a week or two ago. Um, yeah, they're. I will say I've watched some more college football than I normally do. I saw like uh, a few minutes of a Clemson game when the first week, and then I've seen like a total, probably altogether one game of a Notre Dame game. Um, <laughs> yeah, I went. I would say Trevor's out of it. Um, the uh, I think two is still in it. I think he's, he's near three. the top. Um, I've got so Joey Burrow for LSU leading. I believe is uh, the number one offense in the country right now, which is if you know anything about LSU football, is amazing. Because <laughs> that was I the one who that came from there. I know players. Uh, I know players Marcus, that came from there, like Odell, Jarvis, Marcus. Jamarcus, <laughs> yeah, Patrick Peterson, uh, <laughs> but yeah, Joey Burrow, uh, Jonathan Taylor, running back for Wisconsin's, just putting up touchdowns like it's nothing. <laughs> um, um, Jalen Hurts, we've already said, I think he's in the top three. Justin Fields for, for Ohio State has been the steal of the transfer portal this year. I don't know how Georgia let him leave because Jake Fromm hasn't played Georgia all that great. Georgia got upset, right? Oh, yeah. But still, it's just like Jake Fromm isn't doing Jake <laughs> Fromm isn't doing so hot right now. Georgia lost to South Carolina two weeks ago now. Yeah, I had and, some come uh, across big upset. <laughs> but, yeah, I would say Trevor Lawrence is out of the race. I think it, it's a We'll see Justin Fields, Jalen Hurts, 
Tua and maybe Joey Burrow in it. We'll see. Probably see Jonathan Taylor. We'll see what happens with Jonathan Taylor because Wisconsin just lost Illinois. Probably the biggest upset of the college football season so far. Wisconsin was like 31-point favorites at oh. Illinois, which is, they says the second biggest upset in Big Ten in the last 20 years. Fun fact. Yeah. Did you know? Love <laughs> coach of Illinois. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. <laughs> but did you know, uh, speaking of uh, big margins, uh, the uh, Chip Kelly and UCLA – where his team trails 30 points. Oh, I want to talk about that game. So don't, stop, is, stop, 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 stop. Well, That's I, an amazing game. That it was team trails 30 points. He's two and four. Oh my gosh. In the rest of college football history, if a team is down 30 points, they are o and 470 or 80 something. And yeah, Chip Kelly's that, two of six. <laughs> that game was crazy, but yeah, I mean, I would say Trevor Lawrence is out of the Heisen race. Two is still in it. I think Joey. Burrow, Jalen Hurst, Justin Fields, Jonathan Taylor are in it as well. But we said Jonathan Taylor at the beginning of the season. I was confident with Jalen Hurts at Oklahoma. I think you put anybody at Oklahoma with Lincoln Riley, it's going to be good. And it's, the Oklahoma defense has gotten better. So I think overall that I, and we'll see four of these guys in the – we'll see those four quarterbacks in the playoff probably. We'll see. Um, now I do want to – so what? How's the season going overall? Basically. Well, Casey's got a question. Oh, go ahead. Oh, so my question is: so it's about Jalen Hurts. Yeah. So we talk about Tua, and then um, what's his name? Uh, Justin Herbert. Talk about them being the first like oh, two picks yeah. this year in the NFL draft. Jalen Hurts. Playing for Oklahoma. The last two number one picks have been from Oklahoma, playing quarterback. So where is Jalen Hurts' like draft stock? Is he like a first-round quarterback? Is he like a third-round quarterback? Is he – what are we looking at here? Yeah, that's a good question. I haven't thought about that. Um, we'll have to see. I mean, uh, when Scotty was on the pod, when we were talking about Tua – draft stock if you remember Bo we all said that he has to look at Kyler Murray Mm -hmm. and see how he does because two and Kyler Murray are kind of cut from the same cloth not super big Mm -hmm. really accurate Um, if they're in the right system they'll do okay I think Jalen's kind of in that same because Jalen was never known as a big time thrower um, at Alabama and now he's doing well he's still he's a bigger guy than those two I don't really know, Casey. We'll have to see. I haven't really seen any. I don't pay attention to mock drafts until we actually get to, like, January or February. Um, so I don't know where you guys are, if you guys have seen them. But, mm-hmm. I mean, well, after, because, yeah, you got Tua, you got Justin Herbert. But after that, the field's kind of open for the quarterback. Um, you've got some middling quarterbacks there, like, um, that you could see potential out of, but I mean, right now the names are just two and Herbert, but uh, I don't know. Well, that's a good question. We'll have to see how he does the rest of the season in bigger games, I think. But he's he's been outstanding. Like he's been a perfect. Mm-hmm. I think the Riley's had to adjust a little bit, but you it's barely noticeable. Like that Oklahoma offense is a machine. Um, I would say right now he's probably like maybe I don't see first round out of him. I really don't. Um, 
I would say the guy he would have to watch, because we, a couple months ago we said Tua's got to watch Kyler Murray. I think Hertz may have to look at um, Lamar Jackson. That's the guy he needs to watch. And okay. Jackson's gotten better. This year's been noticeably better. Um, but, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts was never known as a big-time thrower. But, mm-hmm. uh, and obviously the, it's a throwing league. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would say a safer pick would be third or fourth round. That's what I see right now, but... All right. I had a quick question because you mentioned in the earlier pod about Purdue and <laughs> their players that we should be looking out for. Yeah. Sad. It's, what, it's, what happened to them? Yeah, so... No, I mean, like, legitimately, I don't know. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, Rondale Moore got hurt. Um, <clears throat> our running quarterback also got hurt. Um, so, Purdue's nice. been... <laughs> Not good. They put up a good fight against the oh who did they play? Was it Iowa or something? Pretty recently. Um, so they're playing better, but they got they played okay against Penn State as well. But they're really missing like Rondale Moore and their starting QB. It's just um, not gone the way the Boilers were hoping this season. But they lost a lot in defense. Um, I think last year. So yeah, not great, Bo. <laughs> but, uh, well, thanks for the update. Yeah. <laughs> can I can I shout out some things I was wrong about on the original pod? <clears throat> Scotty did something on Twitter about that, like what he okay. was wrong about. Let's talk about Michigan. Hey, we asked questions about that, or Bo did. I told Bo to ask questions about them. What was your in, question in about the, Michigan? In, in, the, in the first pod, he means. In the first pod. Yeah. I don't know what it was, but I, yeah. Scotty and I, when we were doing our previews for the season, we both put Michigan in the college football playoff. We had them win the Big Ten because we didn't know what Ohio State would be. We know they'd be scary talented. Um, We didn't know what we would get from Ryan Day. But Michigan has been really off. Something is wrong. Um, They have... NFL wideouts that they're not using. Um, yeah, Scotty and I were both way off on Michigan. Um, What's their record? They are five and two. They got. But they were supposed to be at this point. Probably undefeated still. Okay. Um, they struggle with Army, which is okay. Um, they. The military academies run the triple option, like we talked about for 15 minutes on the original pod. I absolutely love the triple option. We knew it would give them problems, but that game has been that game was really close and maybe a little bit closer than what it should have been. And the game at Wisconsin was um, a blowout, a absolute blowout, 35 nothing for most of the game. It ended up being 35-14, probably deceiving. Um, the actual story. Um, they lost to Penn State on Saturday at Penn State. Um, um, they beat Iowa at home, but I was not looking like the team they were um, and what we all thought. They played Notre Dame on Saturday, so potential. That's a top ten. So they're game. gonna lose. 
Um, Jim Harbaugh just hasn't shown that he can do do well. something in those big games, and that's something Scotty and I mentioned in the original pause. Like those. So is that is his job in question, or is they just? Which is weird because they uh, somebody reported that Harbaugh's Harbaugh and his agents are looking for a way out, and then Harbaugh sent letters mm. to all of his recruits saying that's not the crap. truth. That's crap. That's uh, all that. Well, I don't know, man. I I'm not a Michigan fan. Part of me wants him to stay, just so it's just really entertaining. Part of me wants him to leave. My dad's a Michigan fan, um, and he's kind of done with him right now. Um, I mean, the thing. So, did you guys see what Cowherd and Joel Klatt were saying about Michigan and Jim Harbaugh? I probably did, yesterday? but I don't listen as close to college football. So <laughs> they basically they basically said it's unfair for us to hold Michigan to Ohio State standards. I mean, which was it's not necessarily I, Ohio State standards to win when there's not a big person in your division to win. Well, it's just like you're paying Jim Harbaugh to win to to win to win championships. That's what Michigan. <laughs> I mean, easy to do, and yeah. you haven't done it. Yeah. So that's a cop out, first yeah. of all, and a really bad one. Because <laughs> uh, before, so Michigan used to be the winningest program of all time, win percentage wise, until Boise State took it over a mm-hmm. weeks ago. Fun fact for you. Um, but yeah, that was just like no, no, Michigan's a. They're supposed you to should, be you like should be winning best, championships. They should and, be uh, in the playoff, and they should be... And it's just because Michigan has has only won one time against Ohio State in the last 15 years. Michigan State has beaten Ohio State twice in them, and have gone to the college football playoff, gone to the Rose Bowl, gone to the Cotton Bowl. So it's possible. I don't know why you can't do it. We've done it with lesser players and probably a way better coach. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we were way off on Michigan. We were way off on Trevor Lawrence. We already talked about that. Um, yeah. Overall, the season. Yeah, I would just say, what's a like a quick five minute like recap of what we've missed? <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said at the beginning, it's been weird. It's been really weird. It's been lacking. And again, these big, 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 big games don't happen until they'll start now until the end of the season. Like this weekend, late October. And in November is the big, big games of college football, but there's usually something that crazy that happens. I would say that Illinois Wisconsin game was I had 31 point underdogs. That's <laughs> wild. That's absolutely nuts. Um, but uh, Auburn LSU play this weekend. That's a really huge game. Um, Ohio State plays Wisconsin on Saturday. That's <laughs> Ohio State's gonna wipe the floor <laughs> with Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin is really, really good. Um, but, uh, yeah, there really hasn't been a lot of that Notre Dame-Georgia game was okay. Mm. It was closer, I think, than people expected. Um, um, yeah, the Saturday night games haven't been great. Those primetime games that they brought, that they advertised, they haven't been really good. It's been a really weird Season those transfers like we talked about Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields have been awesome. Ohio State is scary on both sides of the ball. They got a pro talent all over the field. They've, like I said, they've killed everybody <laughs> in their way. Um, so is Ohio State undefeated? Yes, so, I think so. Michigan's not gonna win the. No, I don't think so. I think Ohio State will win comfortably okay. against Michigan. Well, I mean, like, just the Big Ten 
the grand scheme of things. Yeah. The playoff. Yeah. Um, there are a few surprises, though. This is usually happens. This is why I think college football is so great. Some surprising teams. Baylor, uh, um, not known for their football. Um, Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner. Uh, <laughs> Baylor, Baylor's 7-0, undefeated. Um, hmm. Uh, they still have to play Oklahoma and Texas, but they get both of those games at Baylor. Okay. So, attractive. Nice. Super nice. attractive. Um, Not like Brittany Griner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Baylor. That was mean. That was mean <laughs> Gotta take that out. Uh, yeah. Baylor. That's <laughs> uh, Minnesota is 7 and 0. At the beginning of the season, I kind of looked at it as like, well, they've got a really favorable schedule. They miss out on Ohio State, Michigan State, and Michigan, but they play Penn State and Wisconsin and Iowa. I was like, but they had a really favorable schedule, and they're 7-0. Wisconsin just lost, so Minnesota's in the driver's seat in that division. So we could see a U of M in Indianapolis. This is not the U-M <laughs> that we all thought. <laughs> uh but Minnesota's won a lot of close games. There hasn't been one where it's like, oh, yeah, they, no, would, they would win 10 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> and LSU, I I don't think we saw this coming out of LSU. This undefeated, amazing offense. Defense is okay. But uh, they still have to play Bama and Auburn. They probably have the two best wins in the country. They beat Texas at Texas. And they beat Florida. Um, so... Yeah, it's just been weird. Like, uh, it hasn't felt like seasons in the past where um, it's just been, you know, Alabama, Clemson is just wiping everybody. So they're not. um, You know, Clemson's had a few close shots. Alabama's still doing their thing. um, But Alabama hasn't had that game yet. Mm. Um, Alabama lost Tua for a couple weeks. Okay. He's hurt. But he should be back in time for LSU. Um, um, so yeah, interesting season, very weird. My team, Michigan State's not been good. I think that plays into it a little bit. Um, I, as always, if your team's doing well, it's, you're probably having fun with the season. Um, um, so yeah, interesting season, new overtime rules. Okay. And so, yeah, so college football always did overtime right in my eyes, as close to perfect as it can get. It is now perfect. Oh. Perfect. So, obviously, it's not sudden death like NFL mm-hmm. like um, or whatever it is now. And, and so, for years, college football was just like score, score, like match scores until mm-hmm. you can't, right? Now, I think it's after four or five overtimes, it's two-point conversions only. Okay? It's like a oh. shootout type of thing. And when we got to see this, this past weekend, Virginia and North Carolina had to do it, and it was awesome. <laughs> like, the intensity just went all the way up, because you're three yards from the end zone, and you really don't realize how hard it is the end zone, I think, until you get to that point. And I thought it was awesome. Like, Twitter went crazy over it, because it was just like, this is perfect. No, this is this is the perfect way to do overtime now. Um so uh, as far as college football playoff is concerned, because I know Scotty and I had the same ones where it was Michigan, Oklahoma, 
Alabama Clemson. Clemson has to be careful. If they drop a game, I don't think they get in. Really? I don't think they get in because I think Ohio State is going to win out. I don't think anybody's coming close to beating Ohio State. So Ohio State, you think, makes the play? I think Ohio State will make it. I think Oklahoma will make it. I think LSU and I think we'll actually see another SEC team in it. I think the SEC SEC is so who's out? out? I think Alabama. Alabama? No, I no, I think no. Alabama can make it. I think because I. I believe Alice and Alabama are in the different divisions, I think. Let me What will Drew Mogg do if Alabama doesn't win? That's I the don't only know. that's the only thing he does. <laughs> Drew's team is Yeah. He's a Patriot. I'll tell you what Drew will do. He'll go root for Ohio State or whoever. That's why is win. Drew Boyer cheering for Alabama? No, Drew. Uh, different Drew. Oh. <laughs> so I don't know how it will happen, but um, it look so yeah. LSU and Alabama are in this division. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Because Georgia, I think, is out. They're so, lost yeah, to South Carolina. Lost, yeah. Florida has a very good loss. They lost at LSU and they mm. played really well. So Florida could do it. Um, but I think it's Ohio State, Oklahoma, LSU, Clemson. Clemson's got to go undefeated. They cannot lose. No hiccups. If so they we lose, might not have Alabama or Clemson. That's what you're saying. Alabama, like I said, lost Tua for a couple weeks, so we'll see how much that affects them. Um, they have to go on the road to LSU. Um, Auburn's always tricky when they're good. Um, I mean, Pac-12 has actually turned out to be good. I know I made fun of the Pac-12 <laughs> at the beginning of this season, but so Utah, who I said to watch out for, one loss. Oregon only lost to Auburn, and they've just beat Washington on the road, which was a great win. So who knows who that fourth team will be? I, I have a feeling SEC is going to get two. Um, we'll see. Um, I, I think it could turn out if Clemson goes undefeated, they'll be in it. Okay. Um. But uh, Ohio State, I think, would be my favorite right now, hmm. just from what I've seen from them. I think Ohio State versus LSU would probably be an interesting game because Joey Burrow was one, a once Buckeye. Oh. Um, and uh, I think it'd be fun to see Oklahoma and Alabama play, too, because of Jalen Hurts and Tua. Um but, yeah, I think Ohio State, LSU are probably my top two teams right now. Um, but, uh, yeah, because no, cause Florida, really great defense, couldn't stop LSU. Couldn't do anything to stop them. Um, so, but Ohio State's great on both sides of the ball, so I think uh, I would put my money on Ohio State to win it at this present moment if uh, they stay healthy. Okay. Yeah. Well, what's weird season? What's uh, Twitter? What's your handle? Uh, Nick Foster twenty three. Um, yeah. yeah. I also go by Fick. Yeah. 
on the next the next time I'm on this, why don't you pronounce it correctly? Thick Noster, thank you very much for coming <laughs> on the show. Casey, do you have my Clingers tweet pulled up for our favorite segment? I do. What's it say? Actually, hold on. Dang it, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have it. I just want to make sure it's the right one. Uh, he just sent it today or yesterday, I think. Twenty third. That was just yesterday. Alright, so yo at sports shenanigans, my second tweet last week was a reply, which is why I couldn't find it. Um so you should have seen it, he says. Uh I don't know. I did see it. Twitter. I did see it, Mike. I saw it. That's why we talked about it. How <laughs> <laughs> work Twitter. Um I'm lucky I get on it. Um <laughs> says uh, I don't know, but uh, he's, apparently he's learning some things from us, which is fun for him. Glad you're learning <laughs> from us. That's what we're here to do. We're here to educate. We're Give you the right yeah. opinions. He also didn't realize that Colin lived way down yonder. Uh, and he says, hashtag, pit stops are fast. So, Let's go, Mike. Mike, <laughs> you're by far probably our number one fan. Um, and now we have a segment after you, so that means the tweets can't scout. You kind of have to tweet now, so <laughs> it's be awkward. Um, we're looking into the koozies. Um, <laughs> they could be out. So, I don't know. If you like a koozie, let us know. <laughs> so that's going to wrap it up for this part of Sports Shenanigans. We have Twitter. As we mentioned, at Sports Shenanigans. We have Facebook, at Sports Shenanigans HM. We have email at HMS Shenanigans at gmail.com. Be more like Mike. We like having interaction here. Tweet us, Facebook us, email us, do it all. Rate, review, subscribe. If it's not going to be five stars, don't listen to that. But the, the only thing that I want to say before we leave is pit stops are fast. And thank you, Fignoster, again yeah. for joining thank us. Thank you. <laughs> we will see you on the next one.